Welcome back to Transform Life, the program that believes that you can live a transformed life every day. This is going to be an exciting program. Stay with us. Okay, here we go. Welcome back. Uh, we're excited about today's program. Uh, we're going to talk about living the transformed life together. Uh, this music that you're listening to, that's kind of the introduction, it's something that I found that's uh, hopefully will help us to just get started until we can find something that's uh, more meaningful that really deals with the power of living a transformed life. So I want to begin again with a question. Are you living a transformed life or do you feel that you're living a defeated life? Brothers and sisters, don't live defeated when you belong to Jesus Christ. The power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you if you are a believer. Now, today we're going to be taking a look at what Romans 8.37 says to us. This is from the Webster's Bible. It says, But in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Isn't that wonderful to think that we are right now, present tense, right now, wherever you're at, in a car, in your home, uh, in your house, uh, outside, uh, chopping wood, wherever you're at right now, you are more than conquerors through him who loved you. That's wonderful. Well, welcome to today. welcome to today's show. I'm going to provide you some tools for living the transformed life. Now, I want to invite you to interact with us. We need your feedback. We need your questions. You can email us at transformedlifepodcast at gmail.com. That is transformedlifepodcast at gmail.com. Our key Bible verse for living the transformed life today is John 15, verse 2. And John 15, 2 happens to be my life verse. I chose that verse when I was 17 years old, shortly after I had become a Christian. I was attending a Sunday school class at my home church, North Valley Baptist Church in Redding, California, where uh, Dr. Royal Blue was the pastor. And they were talking about picking a verse in the Bible to become your life verse. And I had never done that. I had not been a Christian very long. And as I was reading through my Bible, I came to John 15, verse 2, which reads, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bear fruits, fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Now, it's important to have a life verse. Uh, my pastor, who is 92 years old at the present time, uh, has a life verse of Ephesians 3.20. And that verse says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the, the power that works in us. That is a he, Pastor Blue used to quote that verse all the time. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, far more abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. That's a fantastic verse. You know, in, in the Gospels, Jesus spoke in parables. And one parable that Jesus speaks about 
is the parable of the sower and the seed. And in Mark, the fourth chapter, Jesus is speaking in parables. And this is what he says. He says, and it happened as as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it, the depth of, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced some thirtyfold, some sixty and some a hundred. And then he said to them, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And that's that's a message to us today, to the church of Jesus Christ today. We have ears. God gave us two ears and one mouth. He wanted us to do twice as much listening as we did talking. And, you know, the disciples later came to him and said, Lord, uh, we don't understand your parable. Explain it to us. And so in Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 13, Jesus explains the parable of the sower. And this is what he said to them. Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. That's the Bible, the scripture. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. And that is so sad. Some people will never bear fruit in their life because Satan has taken the word right out from under them. These likewise are the ones on the stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterwards, when tribulation or persecution arises for the sake, for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. And so the seed that fell on the stony ground cannot take root. And, and, and because of a little, pers- a little tribulation or a little persecution, they forsake the word of God. And then there is the verse 18 says, and these are the ones sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulnesses of riches and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And so the thorny ground, see the seed that falls on the thorny ground, it's the cares of the world and is the deceitfulness of riches that choke out the word from really taking root and and germinating and bringing growth and thereby bringing fruit. And in verse 20, Jesus said, but these are the ones sown on the good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it and bear fruit. Some 30 fold, some 60 and some 100. That's the good soil. Those who hear the word, accept the word, and begin to bear fruit. And so if you want to live a transformed life, you need to make sure that your heart is good soil and that you have heard the word, you've accepted the word, and now you want to bear fruit for God's glory. So in John 15, verse 2, again, I want to draw your attention uh, to that scripture passage once again. It says there, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit. He takes away. 
I, I began to pray early when I was a young Christian that if God, if there's any branch in me that is not bearing fruit, take it off me. Chop it off, cut it off, saw it off, get rid of it. But then it goes on to say, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You know, some branches have to be lopped off. Other branches inside of me just need to be pruned. Am I open to the pruning of God so that my life might bear more fruit? So that's the scripture that I really want us to look at today. Uh, bearing fruit, living a transformed life in such a way that that my life is bearing fruit for the glory of God. And so there you have it, the verse that I wanted to share with you about living the transformed life from my own life verse. We'll be right back in just a moment. Well, welcome back. We want to turn our attention now to a key biblical principle for transformed living, living the transformed life every day. And the key principle is this, abide in Christ. In that same passage where my key life verse is found, uh, John 15, 2, in verse 4, it reads, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Now, I want to share with you, I believe, four keys to a, having a life where you abide in Christ. Number one, make sure that you are a believer. Now, how do you know if you're a believer? If you have confessed the person of Jesus Christ... In Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through um, 13, it reads this way. Chapter 10, verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame for there is no distinction between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. And then verse 13 reminds us for whosoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It doesn't say might be saved or could be saved. No, it says shall be saved. So the first uh, important truth to, to know if you're abiding in Christ is that you make sure you're a believer, that you know that you know that you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And the way you do that is you admit that you're a sinner. You say, God, I have sinned against you. I have gone my own way. I've done my own thing. Secondly, you believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came into this world and died on the cross for your sin. He took your place. That's called the substitutionary atonement. Christ took your place on the cross. And thirdly, you call upon him like we just read from Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13. You call upon him for salvation. And if you will call upon God and ask him to save you, he will save you. You will become a child of God forever and ever.
And that's a wonderful truth. The second thing you need to do is you need to root yourself in Jesus Christ. You need to plant yourself deep in your walk with the Lord. You know, the, uh, the very first Psalm, uh, it tells us these words. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law, he meditates there in day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Did you see the connection of planting yourself and bearing fruit? If you want to, if you want to um, have a fruit-bearing life, if you want to live a transformed life every day, you need to abide in Christ. That passage that I read to you in verse 4 of John 15 said, Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in me, neither can you unless you abide in me. So what happens when you cut a branch off of a vine? It dies. It doesn't bear fruit. It withers away. Therefore, you need to stay connected. You need to be close to the Lord Jesus Christ every day, every day. The third thing is you need to learn to share Jesus with other people around you. Someone shared the gospel with you, and you must share the gospel with others. God, please bless that one that shared with me the simple gospel plan. Lord, please bless that one. Will you take the gospel to a neighbor? Will you take the gospel to a friend? Will you take the gospel to a family member? Will you take the gospel to a coworker? Will you pray and ask God to give you the names of some people that you can share Jesus Christ with? Begin now, get up, get a piece of paper and write the names of at least three people down that you can begin to pray for and ask God to give you the opportunity to share him with others. Now, the fourth thing you need to do in order to abide in Christ is you need to be in a church. And, and, and I don't mean just attend church sporadically. Um, once out of uh, a month or two times out of a month or three times out of a month. No, I mean, you need to be in church on a regular, consistent basis. You need to bring your family. You need to be there with your Bible in hand. You need to get involved. You need to plant yourself in a Sunday school class or a small group during the week. Uh, That is how you abide in Christ. We'll be right back in just a moment. Okay, so once again, uh, we want to thank you for listening today to Transform Life. I just want to kind of give you some insight as to what's coming uh, in future podcasts. Uh, our next podcast, we're actually going to invite uh, someone to be a guest with us on the program. We're going to talk with them about their own salvation experience and how they are living the transformed life and ways in which they can share with you from their own personal experience and their own walk with Christ. We also need to hear from you. So please send us an email. You can email us at 
transformedlifepodcast at gmail.com. That is transformedlifepodcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Now, uh, another thing that we want to offer today is on the transformed life. We want to offer you a book that will help you to live the transformed life. And the book offered today is entitled Believer's Boot Camp Basic Training. Now, this is a book that I've written. Uh, there's 166 pages, 13 chapters. I've uh, mentioned that uh, there's 13 chapters, and the subtitle of this book is actually 13 chapters of strength training for a lifetime of following Jesus. The book is forwarded by my pastor, Royal Blue, and uh, there again, there are chapters that are dealing with uh, various topics, but I set it up as if you were in the military and you were going through boot camp, but this is boot camp for believers. So you have the induction, you have the fall in, the direction, the identification, marksmanship, uh, community, dis- discipline, camaraderie, confidence, sacrifice, survival, strategy, graduation. You go through boot camp. But this is Believer's Boot Camp. And let me explain to you how these chapters are developed. In these chapters, um, for instance, like the uh, induction is really a study on the Bible on God. What does the Bible say about God? Uh, Fall in is the Bible on salvation. Direction is the Bible on doctrine, Bible doctrine. How important is Bible doctrine if we're going to live the transformed life? Well, it's vitally important because what we believe determines how we live. And then identification is the Bible on ordinances. We're going to look at baptism in the Lord's Supper in this book. Uh, Marksmanship is the Bible on scripture. Community is the Bible on discipleship. Discipline is the Bible on prayer. Uh, Camaraderie is the Bible on church. Uh, Confidence, the Bible on witnessing. Survival, the Bible on warfare. Strategy, the Bible on prophecy. And finally, graduation, the Bible on serving. Every field provides some sort of training manual. When I was a young kid and I worked for Red Lion Motor Inn, I was given a training manual. When my wife and I served with a rural mission agency, we were given a training manual. And my adult children, when they were hired, uh, they were given a training manual for their particular place of employment. And looking back, even to the time of my conversion to Christ, I was given a training packet by my church. If you pick up this book from Amazon.com, you will have a training manual in your hands. And I want to encourage you to do that and do that Uh, If you can today, go to Amazon.com or you can go to TransformedLifePodcast.com. You can go to our show notes and actually you can find the book under our resources. Click the book and it will take you right to Amazon and you can place an order there. Well, as we wrap up our show today, I want to thank you as an audience for tuning in. We welcome your feedback again uh, I remind you that you can send us an email at transformedlifepodcast at gmail.com. You can find our show notes at transformedlife.com 
uh, podcast.com. And uh, if you would please uh, get back with us and give us any feedback that you might have, it would be greatly appreciated. God bless you. 